Hello, my friends. Welcome again to the DDP. It's the 24th day of August. I'm Paul. Thanks for joining me today. I appreciate you and thank God for you and I'm praying for you. I want to remind you of our Between the Pieces author walkthrough. These are 20-minute videos that we've been doing for a little over a year now, probably a year and a half now. Uh, on our 2013 release, Between the Pieces, I sit down in front of the camera and I talk through the book. I talk about my mindset when I wrote those words and then how it might have shifted, changed, morphed, grown, stayed the same. Uh, all those things have happened. And it's a, it was a pretty, been a pretty fun journey for me to go back into that and see where I am now and where I was then. And uh, that's a book that stands, stands up really well, I think, and I'm still very proud of. Between the Pieces, uh, the author walkthrough is available behind the paywall at additional content. This is a lifetime subscription of $50. That means pay once, you get a password, you get everything we put back there. We just released the entire 11th chapter of our walkthrough, and we are now halfway through the 12th chapter. There's only 12 chapters in the book, so you're getting close to the entire thing being available. There's a lot of other stuff back there as well. So go to paulwhiteministries.com, go to our additional content page and check that out. Um, if you have any trouble with it, and I've heard here and there that happening, um, please email us. Uh, either email me at ddp at paulwhiteministries.com or just go to the email spot there on the website and send us an email and let us know because we want to make sure that you have access to the additional content. We, we will be raising the price on the additional content uh, at the end of the year because that there is a lot more content in there now than there was, than there was when we started and the price hasn't changed. So uh, consider that. All right. Today we are at the Peter Denying Jesus passage from Mark 14. The whole story constitutes the rest of the chapter for purposes of our study, starting in verse 66 down through the final verse of the chapter, which is verse 72. And I want to, I want to bring up that I have dealt with this. I dealt with it in between the pieces 10 years ago, the rooster crowing. And I dealt with it again last year in greater than Jonah from a fresh perspective. The rooster crowing has been a a sound in my ministry for 10 years, that idea that the rooster crowing in the moment might feel as if it's exposing your failure, but what it really signifies once you see it through the lens of redemption is that the sun is rising. And so when the rooster crows, yes, it's used as a allegory for uh, you realizing what you've done, but the reason we use the rooster crowing is could have used anything, but you use a rooster because he crows when the sun comes up. So there's a new day. And what is Christianity if not the promise of a new day? What is our faith if not the hope of resurrection? And we, we're not celebrating the fact that a Jewish man died 2,000 years ago on a cross. We're celebrating that there's a new man on the earth in the resurrected Christ, and that that new man is accessible for all of those of us planted in his death. We are thus planted in both his resurrection for us now and the promise of his resurrection for us tomorrow, but in practical terms, the promise of tomorrow's. Let's, I'm going to read the whole story. I don't want to drag this unnecessarily, but I want to read the entire story and then make a couple of points. It might take 
only today. It might take today and tomorrow. And that lets us, because I kind of break these up into Saturday to Friday when I record them most of the time. And then, so we kind of start fresh tomorrow by introducing the Sunday sermon, and maybe we introduce a new chapter. I'm not tomorrow, I'm sorry, but Saturday. So let's read. Now, as Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came. When she saw Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, you also were with Jesus of Nazareth. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you're saying. And he went out on the porch and a rooster crowed. And the servant girl saw him again and began to say to those who stood by, This is one of them. But he denied it again, and a little later those who stood by said to Peter, Surely you're one of them. You're a Galilean, and your speech shows it. Then he began to curse and swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak. A second time the rooster crowed. Then Peter called to mind the word that Jesus had said to him, Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And when he thought about it, he wept. And this, before the rooster crows twice, you will have denied me three times, is a prophecy from Matthew chapter 26, not a word-for-word prophecy from the God. Well, Jesus says, says it in Mark, um, says it earlier in chapter 4, but the wording is a little closer to the way it says it in Matthew. That Neither here nor there as, as to the wording. The, the intent is what's important. So a couple things here. Um, and I do think we'll take two days to do this because I, as I read through things, I think, well, you know, why would you speed through this when you can slow down? A couple of things. One is the fact that Mark is particularly interested in letting you know who this girl is. He doesn't say her name, but he says she's a servant girl of the high priest. Now, imagine that you're Peter standing just outside of the courtyard of the high priest you can hear voices as they talk to Jesus. You've heard a little bit of the sound of Jesus' voice. You don't really know what's going on. And a servant girl comes rushing out of that straight up to you and says, you're with him, Jesus of Nazareth. And the fact that it's a servant girl, the high priest, probably makes Peter think she was sent out there to implicate him. And so I'm not trying to get Peter off the hook. But I think sometimes we've treated this like this is just a casual moment where Peter's warming his hands by the fire trying to stay warm while he waits on Jesus' trial and people start to recognize him and he gets a little nervous and we go and, or, and he denies Jesus and we go, gosh, how could he deny Jesus right there when he's just out here warming his hands by the fire and people know who he is? He's so weak. But imagine that he watches the high priest servant run out into this space and look him in the eye and say, you're with him. And so his immediate response is probably not that much different than we would have because we're not really that good. We're not as good as we think we are a lot of times in the moment of where just before we fail. In the moment where we make a mistake, I'm, I, I'm not trying to get Peter off the hook. I'm trying to let all of us off the hook a little bit. It's to say, don't beat yourself to death in those moments where you aren't your best self. The good news is the rooster crows. And so it's not in any way to exonerate our failure. And who would want to have denied Christ? We have in some of the things we've said and done or failed to say and do. 
but the rooster crows on this moment. We'll conclude this tomorrow. I'll see you then. God bless.